Welcome back to the Game Shop Podcast, Friday, January 12th. And what a whirlwind of the past, what, 48 hours now, I think it's been. Um, As we're sitting here on Friday morning, if you haven't listened to our emergency pod, I would would strongly suggest going back and listening to that. We did that on, was that Wednesday night? Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday night, we did an emergency pod on Pete and Sabin. We wake up Thursday morning, Bill Belichick, retired. Um, or is it retired or is it fired? I don't think he's retired. It was a mutual parting of ways okay, is I what like they that. said. I think he's looking for a coaching job. Yeah, though, well, we can talk about the, that. That's a that's a good good thing to talk about. But we wake up this morning, Friday morning, Gerard Mayo is the new head coach of the New England Patriots. Um, Reed, me and you were talking a little bit about this before we started. Kind of a surprise, I think, with... With Vrabel's name out there, it was a little bit like, oh, I, I thought they maybe would give Vrabel a look. I think Patriots fans probably, you know, once Vrabel was fired from Tennessee, were like, oh my gosh, there it is. Um, I don't know. I think they probably had this in plan for a little bit. If if you make the if you make this move twenty four hours after Belichick is parting ways, I think this this was in the in the wings for a little bit. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I think it's fairly similar uh to the kind of idea of the variable hire i mean you have a former patriots defensive player who was there winning super bowls with them uh this is just an internal hire so i guarantee you they've been talking to him about it and belichick's probably been in on the process since maybe even all season yeah i mean so i don't know i I don't hate it though. I think I think people might just because of the name value. Uh I think people might be a little bit less like inclined to uh agree with it right away. Yeah, Whereas they'd be less excited about yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. if they if they hired Rabel, it would have been oh like Mike Rabel like, which Mike Rabel he was a great coach at Tennessee, uh, but I think Gerard Mayo definitely has the potential. I mean, they've had great defenses still the last couple of years, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, I was I was telling you before we started too. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily the coaching part that is that is the most interesting for the the Patriots because yeah, the defenses have not been the problem. I mean, they had a, a top ten defense this year without Christian Gonzalez, their, you know, all rookie corner and Matthew Judon. Like that's pretty impressive the way that their defense played. It's been their offense, in particular the quarterback, and that also falls on Belichick because he's the GM. So that's all honestly like might be the bigger story out of this is who is the new GM and what do they decide to, to do? Because the Patriots have the third pick. Um they've never picked in the top three. <laughs> like not even close to the top three. So yeah, I, I I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where all that goes. Do you guys think Belichick is getting another job? Yeah. Because this... Okay, you do. Yeah, I think um, the Commanders, Falcons, um, even the Raiders or Titans are all probably in play. Um, Yeah, I would bet on it. I wouldn't bet... I'd be... That's what I'd say is the more likely scenario. I think I'm I think I'm that he that he isn't. I think I'm on the side that he's not going to get it. I I think he's done. I think he's done. Really? 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe like the competitive side of Belichick, like what, what what we know of him as a competitor, maybe thinks like, okay, he's he's going to try to coach a few more seasons. Like another Super Bowl would be huge for him and his legacy. But I don't know. He's old, man. I don't, what, what, he's he's seventy one. Yeah. And the, since Brady left, he's twenty games under five hundred. Mm. Like, ah, if I was another team, I would look at that and think, yes, Bill Belichick, legendary career, legendary coach, but he's old. And we've kind of seen that in that great Tom Brady or Bill Belichick argument, it kind of seemed like it was Brady who was the reason for more of the success in Belichick. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, unless you are confident in the roster you have in place and you just need that coach, I don't know, I could see it. Like, maybe the Chargers take a swing at him. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Like, who do we think he? Who do we think he goes? The Chargers is definitely Chargers. If the Falcons can get a quarterback, or maybe you, but Bill Belichick, I guess, probably isn't the guy that you bring in to figure out yeah, who I don't you know want if I, quarterback. I don't know if I want him to figure out my quarterback. Right. So I don't know. I think um, something to consider too is like these owners who have missed a lot on these coaching, or the a new owner like the Commanders wanting to make that big splash or wanting to like, well, if we get Bill Belichick, everything will be okay type of thing. Yeah. Um, is definitely something that I think is to be considered. But if you're looking at the coaches you just got who are now available on the market, I mean, I think I might go with Vrabel first. Yeah, I, I would too. But yeah. I think there, I think Belichick is still high up for a lot of definitely, people. Definitely. Definitely. I and would agree. He, he does have that. We also, if you can hear those the sirens, um, we also have a winter storm warning here in Boise. It's been a, it's been a crazy week here. Um, I, I think, I think Vrabel is number one as well. But Cole, I, I like your point to like the he's kind of that franchise saver still, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. But I don't know. I think is there a possibility that there's other teams that have not fired a coach yet? That's I saw something that said that there's a team that hasn't fired their coach that's talking to Bill Belichick, and I am praying that it's the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> that, that's an, so okay. What about there's three teams that are playing this weekend? Dolphins. No, I think they like McDaniel. Buccaneers. Buccaneers is one. Actually, then there's four. Philadelphia are, are the yeah, Eagles. Philly. I think Philly. I think, I think sure. if they get like, I think if the Bucks handle them this week, there's a good chance. Because I mean, that that organization has shown that it's like, like Andy Reid is probably I know the second greatest coach of all time behind Belichick, and he got fired from Philly. Yeah. No, I Doug I, Peterson w- won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Fired. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it it just wouldn't. Yeah. So the I Eagles, Buccaneers, shot. um. The Cowboys, I think the Cowboys are. If you lose to the um, Packers, oh, if there's yeah. a same, if it's because then that'd be like three years in the in a row of the same thing where yeah. it's like you're really good in the regular season against bad teams, but and especially <laughs> this year, like 
Mike McCarthy can't necessarily like he can't fire Kellen Moore this time. He can't blame like Dax played way better than he did last year, so you can't be like, oh, it's the quarterback. Like I don't know. I think it's and I mean you can't say that you're in the you're in the division with the best team in the yeah. NFC. Last year they were the Eagles were the yeah. best team in the NFC. This yeah. year the Eagles have been slipping up the second half. So uh, my other team, Buffalo. Uh, how wild would that be if he went to coach Buffalo after? <laughs> but dude, I mean, uh, it, this is this is probably a lot easier if they don't make the playoffs. You know, have the second half of the season that they, they did. But I don't know, man. I think yeah, Buffalo, Dallas, Philly. If they all lose their playoff games to teams that Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and Pittsburgh at all at one point we thought could be for sure in the market for a quarterback, yeah. Top five pick, maybe. I think I was looking at our playoff cross off. I think all of us at least have one of those guys in there. Yep. Um, so if you lose to them when you're a team that's Super Bowl aspirate, like it's Super Bowl or bust, yeah, I think for sure your coach is on the hot seat this week after this week. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do. Let's do. Do we want to. I mean, Reed, you ranked the jobs on the. On the emergency pod, like the coaching openings, um, Mitch, you kind of did too, right? Do you guys have any changes from what you did? I mean, the Patriots job <laughs> since we've recorded, the Patriots job was opened and then filled, <laughs> so there's really no other. Um, that job was towards the bottom of the list. Yeah, that was agreed. <laughs> agreed. Um, I mean, yeah. Do you guys have any changes, Mitch? I don't. Did you did you rank your full? List. I think I only named three. Okay. Do you want to give your full? Do you have it in front of you? Not really. Okay. You think about it. Um, I have mine. I have or, mine too. Okay. So, uh, actually, I don't have the Seahawks in there. Cole, go. Go okay. ahead. Okay. So I have <laughs> seven playoff seven yeah, seven jobs open. Um, one A. I have the Falcons. Um, I had the Chargers there at first. The Chargers have their out of their top eight guys. They're paying. They're all gonna five of them are gonna be over thirty next year and it's like Khalil Mack Eric Kendricks Corey Lindsley like guys who Keenan Allen guys who are getting up there they definitely um, missed their their window they, they they have a lot of guys who are past their prime um so I have the Falcons up there I think if the Falcons if you get a quarterback that team is that team's a for sure the favorite in the NFC um South going next year <clears throat> 1B I have the Seahawks um I think the Seahawks still have the roster to compete. Um, went nine and eight, and I think that was a disappointment. Um, the Geno situation's tough. Um, you're still not, in, you still have some cap flexibility. I think uh, Jamal Adams is a no brainer cut. Um, and yep. then you yep. still got some room to work with. At, um, then after that, I have the Chargers. Chargers, you have Herbert. Um, you have the a top five quarterback when he looks right. Um, but I think they're, if I remember right, like, Actually, I have it pulled up here. They're just. I saw some some website did like a pros and cons, and they're like pros Herbert, cons cursed. Like, like, yes, like you have to. Take, they're negative thirty four million right now. Yeah, I, the next, I, like they have a lot of work to do. It looks like you. I mean, you kind of looks like you missed with Quentin Johnston. Yep. Oh, big time! And you um, can't just. <laughs> I, I think I saw someone in a mock draft like. Roma Dunze to the Chargers, and I was like, "Oh, could you imagine <laughs> like, get a top ten pick a year after you took 
the first receiver in the draft or a second receiver in the draft, I think, mm-hmm. behind Jason. And you have to go get another receiver if you're top 10 pick. Like, oh my gosh. And just like looking up there, guys, like Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Derwin James, Corey yeah, they, Lindsley. They missed their window. Like, they're, I don't think any, I think all those guys have had their best seasons yeah. besides Herbert. Really. I think Derwin could may, probably still. Yeah, but then you're still betting but, on the health with him, too. Right. And, and, and for a, him to not get suspended. Yeah. yeah. Play safety and everything. <laughs> well, safety is like. If you don't get suspended, it's a win for your team now. It's such a bummer. Or it's like, does this guy play hard enough? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he's, I don't know, he's just a safety. Like, you can't, you can't really, you can't have a, a great defense with your best player being a safety. Like yeah. It's all, you, all you have to have the line or mm-hmm. the, the Unless you're the Denver Broncos. Unless you're the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Um, but they had, I mean, they I guess had, Pat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I have tied, I have the Titans and the Raiders, both pretty different spots i think the titans you still got jeff simmons on the other side you got harold landry who you're paying but other than that you're not paying really anyone you got 77 million in cap so you can really go out and spend and i think levis is interesting i think he's got a shot to be the guy maybe i'm a little biased because i have him on my dynasty football team and i really want him to be the guy um but he has shown at least flashes um the raiders kind of the same you got max crosby you got the line to be able to compete but then you still got to figure out adams is getting older i don't think he wants to stay for a rebuild no he doesn't um i don't know if you want him there for a rebuild yeah i don't know if you want him there for a rebuild either i was just gonna say i think i'd maybe pick the raiders job over the titans because i feel like max crosby is the best player yeah on either roster and i don't think it's close like i obviously like Devonte adams but he's old i mean and jeffrey like, simmons that's the only but i think i, I like, think about I, I would, crosby too yeah, 10 I'd times take. out of 10 take max crosby yeah, i, I mean and like you still have josh jacobs and i don't even know if technically like yeah the job is open but i think it's antonio yeah. pierce I, I, I if it's not i'd be very surprised if they mess up the interim hire again like and go out and pay for someone that they're going to fire. Like, that'd be unbelievably bad. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then I think Antonio Pierce is a pretty good candidate yep. for another job I somewhere agree. else. I agree. Like, yeah. Um, I think the reason I just had the Titans above, if you hit on Levis, that's a. Yeah. You're a lot. However, then it's more of a bigger bet. It's a bigger bet because if you miss, then you become a year behind or you're stuck in this, like, where we get to the next team I have. Like, you're kind of stuck in, like, is he the guy? He could be. He's shown flashes, but he's also, you're going to, you're just wasting, you're, you could be wasting you're, a lot of time. It's like the Justin Field situation yeah. on a smaller scale exactly. where every week it's like, oh, he's so good. And then the next mm-hmm. week it's like, oh, get him out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, five, I have the Commanders, kind of the same. Howell, I think Howell is just probably a year further than Levis, and you're still kind of like, I don't know. Like you're just, <laughs> and you're I think hoping, yeah. And I think Reed, you're kind of in the spot with Levis where I'm with Levis. You're with Howell. Like you're like, for me, it's like he throws for 300 every week. They just don't win the game. Yeah. And it's like, how do you, how do you put up 40 points and lose by like the other, you let the other team put up 50. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, you got the new owner. You don't have, to, I mean, if you still had, um, What's his name? I forget him now. The owner. Dan Snyder. Snyder. If you had Snyder there forever, I mean, you'd, that'd be probably worse than the Panthers. But I think you still got at least some pieces there. Um, and then six, you got the Panthers. Um, you got a real crummy owner. <laughs> um, and then you got Bryce, who had a really 
bad season this year and yeah i think you, you probably scary. throw it out for bryce like you probably don't even yeah, whoever they bring in probably is like all right it's your rookie year yeah like congrats you got to face an nfl defense totally. but it's like what they did for trevor exactly yeah and you're i mean and i think you kind of got to look at the jags model for that where you're like i mean you don't got the number one pick anymore but you got to be like <laughs> yeah that's where it's we're just gonna overpay for all these guys because we need to see if you're the guy because we've invested so much in that's you. that's exactly what the jaguars did they went out and threw a bag at christian kirk and it's yeah. like really well i guess and then it worked yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay so um, yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty much in lockstep with that. I'm I would lump the Commanders into that tier with the Titans and the Raiders personally, um, because I think they're very similar to those teams. But I don't know. I'm also a little bit. I I think this the, this back couple back month of the season maybe for the Commanders was really bad, and I mm-hmm. think that changed a lot of where the Commanders were at going into this season. I also think that the Tennessee Titans might be the most dysfunctional. The, if you look at the moves that they've made, they've made in the last couple of years, I mean, yeah, like that AJ Brown trade could go down as like one of the worst. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously like firing Mike Rabel yeah. is yeah. like a guy who's had a lot of, a lot of success. Everybody in Tennessee liked him. Like, He'd be, he was, yeah, he was like on the list of one of the few coaches that you can like legitimately build around. Yeah. And they fired him. And, yeah. and I just, yeah, I, I think there was just no bright spots to that team this past year, except like he was one of the few bright spots and they fired him. And, and, and they make no moves really yeah. that are good for them. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's why I kind of had the Seahawks maybe a little higher just because they no, don't I have think... to deal with a dysfunctional franchise like the Chargers, like the titans like the panthers like the commanders yeah. like the raiders even like yeah. these teams are always yeah. looking for I mean, no i think the there's a clear there's a clear top three jobs Mitch, yeah. do you agree do you, you i saw you were making your list over there do you do you agree that there's like the, the the top three well i mean i have the falcons at one i think cole had that too and the seahawks at two i put the raiders at three just okay well you hate herbert so. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> like, well i mean yeah that's one reason but <laughs> But, like, I mean, the Chargers also just had their all-pro center just retire. I mean, that's Lindsay? like that. Yeah, he oh, just retired. Like, when just retired? Like five I thought years? he had his, like, uh, he had, I like, have, a heart condition, oh, which I, forced I him to retire. You might be right, yeah. So, like, that's, like, a big part of your line gone. Oh, commanders hire uh, Adam Peters as their GM. That's a oh. 49ers assistant GM. He was, he was good. He's been... Uh, He's been in the front office since John Lynch has been there. That's a good move. Yeah. That's a good move. Like yeah, Corey, to Mitchell's point, three days ago, Corey Lindsley said he's 99% sure he is retiring due to medical issue. Yeah, I mean, I thought just like that part, I thought could be a big piece of their offense gone and like their defense. You just never know. They have the stars, but do they really ever perform? I mean, Khalil Mack had a great season, but other than that, like... I saw they were thinking about cutting Khalil Mack. I think Khalil and Keenan might be cut candidates. Which yeah, is like insane, dude. I mean, yeah, and that would just if I'm I if mean, I'm a team, I am picking up. if Keenan Allen gets cut, I'm oh yeah, I'm not even thinking about it. I if I have a full wide receiver room, it's okay. You, yeah, you can play for us. Take whatever money you want. <laughs> but I mean, kind of to go to Mitchell's point, yeah, you like pretty much outside of quarterback, every single position group can use an upgrade. But it's you got the quarterback. Yeah, that's true. That's something that 
and he's 26. Yeah. That's like, something that none of these jobs that are open have. And that's why I think they're the third job, even yeah. though they're in a real. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, like, the Raiders might, they might have the quarterback. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that's why, like, I, like, it, it was, like, close between them, but, like, yeah. I just put the Raiders because I think, like, they also have their candidate. They just got to do it. If yeah. they don't do it, you guys talked about it. That would be horrible if they didn't. And just, like, I mean, they've got young pieces that they can develop. I mean, Tyree Wilson wasn't great. He was yeah, bad, man. Maybe he could develop another season. You never know. Max Crosby, he's probably one of the best. I know you guys talked about it as well. No, I yeah, I think I don't know. We'll see. I, and then I think some offensive coach is going to be. If the Chargers are smart, some offensive coach is going to be enticed enough by her. And you haven't hired an offensive coach for him yet. Exactly, right? exactly. So they're going to be they're going to be drooling over the fact. Mitch, you got to stop breathing in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have headphones on, so he yeah. doesn't. He no, doesn't know I feel he's bad. Doing I, was it, let, he, I was just letting. Let that's know. why I made that face a second ago. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't nothing you're saying. You're just breathing in the mic. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think some they're going to convince some offensive coach that 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 they can fix Herbert and fix this team. But yeah, I I don't know. I think like both the Falcons and the Seahawks are like I think we said the top two jobs there. But I think the Falcons for sure have a major question at quarterback, and I, and I think the Seahawks do too. So we'll see. I think those are it's going to be interesting to see because they won't make both those teams won't be able to really make any moves until they have the the coach there and the coach gets to work with the gm on what mm-hmm. like i think that's a huge part of the process the hiring process there oh, yeah. it's like because john schneider's not going anywhere for the seahawks so he's gonna have to bring in a coach who agrees with john schneider's vision of where the team's going and especially the quarterback mm-hmm. and, that's and that's just gonna be a weird kind of go, going down like a seahawks tangent that's why i think it's probably someone who's worked i think um is it capels for Capels, Capels, and Quinn are the top two. Yeah, I think you're probably right. candidates in my mind for the Seahawks. Although I'd love Rabel, I'd, Rabel would be very fun. I saw a guy doing a like he was like predicting where coaches went. And he thought Rabel would go to I would the love Seahawks. That. I, would I think that. that'd be very fun. I don't think Rabel goes to the Falcons. That just doesn't fit no. to me. And I think he after Arthur Smith. I think he wants to work <laughs> with Arthur Smith, and that'd be hilarious. <laughs> no, you like, could be like the OC, dude. <laughs> I think Arthur Smith, OC, Rabel head coach for the Seahawks with a team that really wants to run the football or is kind of built to run. Like I'd love it. I think yeah, it'd be very absolutely love it. Uh, if you are Ben Johnson and you are offered both the chargers job and you get to work with Herbert, but you kind of got to figure some other things out. Would you take that? Or you're also offered the Falcons job where I know we said Falcons is one, but you have all the pieces, yeah. but you get to like figure out your own quarterback. Like mm-hmm. you don't have the quarterback yet, whereas it's like the exact opposite mm-hmm. job. Yeah, I, I do think it's Falcons. That's I, what, and I, I think one of the reasons though is the division. I think the division. You like, don't have to face Mahomes anymore, or you don't have to face Mahomes. Yeah, I just think I think the AFC West is a tough division to go into it where you're still having to figure out a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I think because, yeah. also the Falcons are really similar to the Lions when Ben Johnson became the OC. Like Jared Goff was, no one thought, Jared Goff was like, mm-hmm. oh, you still have Jared Goff on that contract? I think the 
but the Falcons have a better roster than that's, the Lions. Do. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think Ben Johnson doesn't. I think Ben Johnson's kind of in that Shanahan McVay thing where like I would a good quarterback is nice, but I like my offensive scheme with the play with good skill position yeah. players first. And I think I, if yeah. I can get Fields or if I can draft a guy or like well, and you know what he'll do is he'll do very similar to like what Mike McDaniel's did at, or Mike McDaniel did at the Dolphins is like he's going to go in there. He's going to be the head coach and the offensive guy. And then he'll bring in some old defensive guru to just basically and just basically like run the defense. I don't care how it goes. Mm -hmm. Run the defense. Like Mm -hmm. I will take care of the offense. I don't like and then that's genius. Like, yeah, that's how basically like having another head. coach. Exactly. That's how that's how it'll go. And it's worked historically pretty well. Like that's what Shanahan did when he went to the Niners. I mean, that's like Pete Carroll. His like run the offense like yeah. run the offense run the he's pretty hands off yeah. i mean like it and he won a super bowl so i mean it's yeah i don't hate that idea i do also think brian johnson's getting a little too much hype as a future nfl head coach i do not think he's a good coordinator i mean the eagles want him fired so yeah i think he should be fired he's i mean horrible eagles fans like want everyone fired it feels like <laughs> right now yeah didn't the the Rams had uh, Raheem Morris as their defensive guy when mm-hmm. they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's another one where like McVay goes over there. He's like, uh-huh. I think it was Wade Phillips was the first guy he brought over. It's like Wade Phillips run the defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, Raheem Morris run the defense. Yeah, and like you still got like Brandon Staley is available to be your DC. He's kind of the guy like you're like if you want like yeah those guys who get fired as, as coaches they seem like they Arthur, always work when they Arthur go to- Smith. I mean. Yeah, he's he's gonna go somewhere and be an offensive coordinator, and he's probably gonna be pretty good. Sure. Like, but like in like Vic Vangio, Dan Quinn, those DCs, defensive guys who get fired from their head coaching jobs because they can't figure out how to work an offense. They when they go to that DC job, they usually do really well. Yeah. All right. Um, off the NFL coaches, we'll go to national championship. Michigan wins in what ended up being a blowout. Um, it was a pretty close game for most of it. Um, Michigan started off, they had two possessions in a row where they had huge runs. Um, and then honestly, for most of the game, we're, we're pretty held in check, like second, third quarter, um, couldn't really do much on offense, but man, their defense was the story of the game for me. Everyone that, that was, it was interesting, like talking just to people about Michigan and there was a lot of people like, Oh, their their running game won that. And it was like, no, their defense won that game especially with how Washington has looked the past, I mean, past two games for sure against Oregon and Texas, like two top five teams, right? Um, and the college, I mean, Oregon would have been like two if they were undefeated. Um, and Washington's you know, offense looked incredible. Uh, I, I thought it was Michigan's defense was the story. Um, they played out of their minds. It was, I think we, we, we were sitting here, I think I said it in the fourth quarter while we were watching the game. I was like, this is Washington's chance to do it. And I feel like I've said that the past mm-hmm. five possessions. <laughs> and it was like, Washington, they just couldn't do it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a rough showing for them. But, man, credit to Michigan. It was really cool seeing Harbaugh do that. Like, he's just uh, – if you you have to like Harbaugh if you like football. I don't know. I, I think I got a text from someone. I don't even remember who, so I'm not going to throw him under the bus. But it was like, I hate Harbaugh. I was like, really? He just loves football, man. Like, yeah, I, I don't I mean, know. I, I, <laughs> And I've seen a lot of stuff about like, oh, cheat to win. And it's like, brother, no, I you have, do you have any idea <laughs> how like the microscope that Michigan's program has been under the second half of this college football season? Yeah. 
if they did one thing that wasn't even cheating, but it looked like it could, they would be immediately like out into the public, like, hey, Michigan's doing this and everybody's going to scrutinize them. Yeah. I think this was like, I think I heard uh, from Barstool, Jack Mack, and then Taylor was talking about it. And he was, they were saying it's probably the purest, cleanest national championship game, like without any like shadiness going on at all like yeah it's just a straight up both teams are being watched i mean yeah no and and yeah michigan their their o-line and d-line dominated that game um they played extremely well so um it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens happens with harbaugh there's a lot of people that think he's like for sure gone he made some comments after the game that made me think you know if you if you haven't heard he, he basically was like oh yeah we moved spring ball back to march because you know, to give us more time to rest after this game. I was like, whoa, he's, he's making plans for spring ball already. Okay, I I think he might be staying. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Um, I'm excited, you know, for, for, for the game chat. We'll be doing more draft prep as we get to, to March. This is kind of a fun time of year. I, you know, the playoffs is obviously super fun. Like, this is why we watch all the football the entire regular season is for the playoffs. But the stretch after the playoffs before – the draft is really fun, I think, for for us because we get to talk about like what all the teams are going to do for moves, who they're going to draft, who we think's good, and yeah, that's just kind of a fun time of year. So I'm excited for that. Um, I, I think it's super interesting that on these two rosters, Washington and Michigan, I think the first like Washington will have like three players go before, yeah, like Michigan will, yeah. I I don't know and. Yeah, I think it's that's that goes to like NFL positional value, right? Like the O and D line for Michigan dominated, but in the NFL, quarterback, wide receiver, and edge rusher are the ones that that are going to get drafted, and that's what Washington had. Um, and it, it, like I, I mean, like Washington had chances to win that game. There's there's 100%. definitely a world where they they win that game too. That's it was kind of weird. I was there was a lot of people like oh like. It was Alabama, Michigan was the real test, and I was like, I I think like those two teams were the best teams all year. Like that was what we deserved to watch. And this game, like if you play that game ten times, there's versions of that game where Washington scores early, and now ha- like Michigan has to come from behind, and it looks like a totally different game. So, um, yeah, I thought, but Michigan. They win that game probably seven or eight times out of ten. Like Michigan, Michigan was the best team all year. Yeah. I mean, I've seen all over Twitter, like <laughs> UW accounts will be like, Michigan would get blown out by twenty nineteen LSU. Like, no <laughs> shit, dude. Everybody would. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not making like like no. that's not a good point to make because your team just lost to that. Like, what yeah. would twenty nineteen would dismantle twenty nineteen LSU would dismantle any team that matched up against them. Uh, it's not like you can't really say it. No. Um, and then, I mean, I think probably the bigger news right now in college football, obviously we talked about Nick Saban on, when was that? Wednesday. Talked about Nick Saban on Wednesday, but there's been a lot. I, I think that's by far the biggest coaching search going on right now. And there's been a lot of speculation. It seems like Dan Lanning and Sark have both said they're coming back. Um, whether that means they were offered the job and said no, <laughs> who who really knows? They just both said they're coming back. Um, I love this 
time of year for college coaching <laughs> searches. It's so funny. I also saw um, the, this guy, Bud Elliott, on the Cover 3 podcast, which is a really good college football podcast. Um, he was like, because, you know, right afterwards, there was that that thing on Twitter. Everyone's like, oh, there's a private jet going from Oregon to, to Tuscaloosa. This is happening. Dan Lanning's already going over there. And Bud Elliott was like, just so you guys know, no Power 5 program, big name called Power 5 program, will ever fly a coach in for an interview. He's like, they will always go to them. Uh, for a head coach, they will always go to them. If the coach is on campus, then the deal is done. Like, that guy's hired. And I was like, huh, never really thought about that before. But that's true. Like, why would they fly a bunch of coaches into campus for the interview? Like, no, they're going to... They're probably not even going to fly private. They're going to like fly a bunch of guys out there. Maybe they will fly private, but they'll fly guys out there. They're not going to fly the coaches in. Um, so, anyways, they released something yesterday that was like, we have three candidates. It's it's Mike Norvell from Florida State. It's Kalen DeBoer from Washington. And it's Tommy Reese, who's their offensive coordinator, who, yeah, I remember. Tommy Reese is 31 years old, and he was their offensive coordinator. I remember watching him at Notre Dame. That felt like yesterday. Um <laughs> I think that's just kind of the well. We're also considering in-house options type yeah. of thing. That's yeah. that's what I viewed it as. I think Norvell and DeBoer are the top two. But. Yeah, and then Norvell or DeBoer today um, was supposed to go on KJR, uh, which is Seattle Sports Radio, to talk um, to them about supposed to make some sort of decision, and he canceled his interview. Now apparently he's meeting with the athletic director. <laughs> that's a tough one. I mean, it's either. Uh, it's either really good news for Washington or really bad news for Washington. Like mm-hmm. He's either leaving or they're signing him to a massive extension, and there's probably no in-between. <laughs> so um, we'll see. With our luck, we're going to stop recording, and then some news will break. <laughs> so, um, and then the other college football news, uh, it's been a while since this happened, but Boise State, Malachi Nelson, lands their first five-star, I think. Highest recruited. Or yeah, transfer first, ever first by a wide margin. Well, not even just transfer. I think he's the highest recruit. Yeah, he's the only five star Boise State's ever had. Yeah, highest recruit in history. Um, he was the USC quarterback last year. There's like two five stars that have ever gone to group of five schools before. I don't think he was a five star in the transfer portal, but still, like no, I think enough. he was four though. Yeah, but yeah. still, that's an amazing accomplishment. We also got Ken Griffey Jr.'s son mm-hmm. just committed here yesterday. That's sick. I mean, um, he might be walking around campus, man. Ken. Did you see? So he was at a he was at a hockey game. Um, he was at the the Steelheads game. Oh yeah. Um, last week, and uh, one of my uh, coaches was there too, and uh, got a picture with him. Let me That's see if so I can show you guys. Um, but yeah. Also, the um, wide receiver from Indiana, who's mm-hmm. supposed to be a pretty good, who had a pretty good season. He I, looks he looks pretty good. I've I watched a little tape on. Watch a little tape on him. He looks pretty good. It's exciting stuff from Boise yeah. State right now. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, dude, that's so sick. Yeah, like literally went up to Ken Griffey Jr. and was like, hey, can I get a picture? <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then, yeah, that, did you say the Indiana guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I there might be more. Um, pretty sick for Boise State. Uh, also, a couple national guys I was listening to, I was like, oh, I want to hear their opinion talking about Boise State, you know. Not very often you get a national college football podcast talking about Boise State. It was really pissing me off. They were like, oh, I, I don't know. Something might be wrong with him if he's going to a Power 5 school. like this." That's what everybody's play. been saying. But w- what people are forgetting is that now with the 12-team playoff, the highest-ranked pow- group of five school gets a bid into the playoff. Yeah, You get an automatic bid. 
So, I mean, if you're thinking like, okay, I just want to go to the playoff, like you, it'd be smart to go to a strong power five school or group five school and think, okay, like I'll attract other like highly rated transfers. You go in there and kind of like he would, it wouldn't necessarily be turning the program around because I mean, we won the Mountain West. Like, but you're going to elevate it, and right. we have a chance. Like, I'd say it's between us and Tulane next year. Like, I think that maybe there's a couple others, but I think we're probably the two favorites to win or to be that team that gets mm-hmm. yeah. pushed into the playoffs. Well, like, we have we have the best running back in the country probably returning next year. I think and, so. And I don't know. Like, why, why would he – why – it's so – he's, so he's all of a sudden he's good if he goes to – Arizona. That's what State. I was like. Okay, if he had cool. gone to UW or Oregon, people would have been super excited for him, right? Like, I mean, it just depends on like the transfer portal. If Ashton Genty had signed with Alabama, would have been a huge like. It's just different. Like, where it depends on where. It's so annoying. Yeah, so annoying. And it's like just because you're at one of those big schools does not mean you're good. We just watched JJ McCarthy play quarterback on on Monday night for f- four hours. He's not a good quarterback. Which Jalen Milrow playing the Rose Bowl. He's not a good quarterback. <laughs> like just because you're at a big school does not mean you're a good player. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, so, like look at Auburn. Every year they're they're an SEC school. Every year they have, their quarterback sucks. Their yeah. whole team sucks, yeah. dude. Like it's. Just because you're at a power five school does not mean no. you're a good player. No. Yeah. It, it was it was really making me mad. I was like, yeah, just be, so because he chose Boise State, that means he's not good. So his family here. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not. <laughs> and he knew he was going to go start right away. Right. With a with a with a literally probably the best running back re- re- returning in four offensive linemen returning. Yeah. Um, uh, two wide re- receivers returning. A defense that's pretty much you get to like, bring all of your guys there. You like get to kind of choose who you want to play football with now. If you want to stay, like yeah, yeah. Um, one thing about Boise State that kind of worries me. I was just looking on Twitter. Uh, Jay Trust was tweeting about like we got to play Oregon next year, which is really so. Then you kind of got to run the table yeah. really if you want to make the playoff after that. If you're we're assuming Oregon. Um, we lose to Oregon, and I'm kind of curious on you guys' opinion. Do you like these, like the UW scheduling UW, Oregon, these like huge schools? I kind of like the I, like if we didn't have Oregon on our schedule, I think if we lost one game, we'd still probably be in the playoff next year. Yeah, it definitely hurts our chances now at making the playoff. It, it sucks because I think when they made all these scheduling, they didn't know that this was going to yeah. be the case about the 12 team. It is cool, like getting to play these big teams, but yeah, it definitely hurts our chances. And yeah, and I think that's what I was wondering. Like, it's really cool. Like, I, I don't know if they come this year, but they, I think Oregon will play in Boise, and that's really cool. But yeah, it's it's tough when you're like, man, now you kind of got to run the table against Oregon State, Wazoo, San Diego State, like all these teams. What week do we play Oregon? I think it's like two. Weeks See, like that in Washington, like the first two weeks of the season, like that. That's not good. I get like if you schedule them like a couple weeks into the season because those first couple weeks, like especially in a group of five, like you want to schedule teams that are like your level or a little under so that you can kind of like bit like I like to build con like that's what I would want to do is like get the confidence of the players up and like everybody playing like as a team. When you start your season out getting blown out by fifty points. That's literally just killing all morale at the beginning of the season. It's like, oh, you can't say, like, oh, we have something to build off of. Like, 
No, we just went out there and got whooped. Like, mm-hmm. and then you got to go get ready for the rest of your season after that. Like, that's embarrassing. So I, I, I think like a couple weeks into the season maybe, but I don't like we right off him. the bat is insane. Play him week two, and especially like if yeah, Oregon ends like up it. being a really good team. And it, I mean, it's tough because you can't. I don't think we can't really schedule them for like week nine because we're right. conference play. But like, if Oregon was twelve and zero and we lost by like fourteen, that's a lot better than. Oregon, if we lose by fourteen and then they lose two other games, and then you're like, oh, I get it. Like, I do think in terms of like the rankings, they they tend not to hold these losses against big. Like, they will not hold the Oregon loss against us. Yeah, I think that's, and I think unless it's substantial. Yeah, because then it's like, say Oregon gets into the playoff and they're ranked like nine. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I, I just think in terms of like, okay, let's see. I'm I'm looking up. Uh, Tulane's football schedule because that's that's I definitely one of the. I mean, they play Oklahoma. That's what I was about to say. So they're. I mean, they're going to be like right right there with like if they if they lose to Oklahoma and we lose to Oregon, they're going to view them as the same. You know, it's like I don't know if it matters a ton, but in that I the the morale thing is definitely more of a concern. And I think the committee has shown too, like if Lib- I think Liberty is the other probably team that's got the is in the position to make the playoff they don't play anyone on their schedule this year and i think if they go 12 and 0 or 13 and 0 and we go 12 and 1 i think you get the team that well smu almost was ranked over liberty and yeah. had three losses exactly you so reward they, the they team know. Well, i mean and then we just watched liberty get absolutely yeah. boat race yeah that was yeah. awful and their quarterback just transferred i mean he's not there anymore so who knows all right let's shift to uh to wild card weekend this is uh, this is kind of what the it, it's crazy that this has gotten lost almost in the sports calendar. Like we have games tomorrow. We have two playoff games mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, uh, this is it's just kind of funny that it's all this coaching changes and, and everything. It gets kind of makes these games lost in the shuffle. Um, OK, the, the big thing I, I do kind of want to rank playoff quarterbacks and these playoff teams because this is this is fun. But. There's been a lot of I, I don't know if you if you're on Instagram or Twitter you've seen there's been a lot of playoff quarterback rankings. Um, I think it should be kind of like who do you want right now going into the playoffs? Um, we always debate this when we rank quarterbacks on our show. Like how much do you include the future? All this stuff. No, I think it should be who do you want right now going into the playoffs? So yeah, are we going to do it with their roster or say we have the same roster going in because that would change my response. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I did. I would say they're rough. Yeah. Like that yeah. team with that quarterback yeah. going in, because yeah. that would change my that changes my answer. Yeah, probably changes a little bit for me too. Yeah, that would mostly Purdy. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay, let's just. I still think. I mean, I I think Lamar is one. Yeah, I think Lamar is one. I had Mahomes at one, but that was more I was thinking as just the same roster. Yeah, yeah, I was more thinking fair. of what quarterback. That's why I, I, yeah, fair. I think. I mean, honestly, like the way Lamar is playing right now, he's one of those guys when he is at his best is the best quarterback in football. I'd say I, it's I'd say it's him, Mahomes, or Josh Allen. Yeah, I think it's those three. Those I, are my top three. Yeah. One thing, like I think we're kind of like we've all like I think I don't know if we have, but like Lamar, if Lamar wins a Super Bowl, like. 
he has a chance to like be as good as Patrick Mahomes. Like one hundred right there. Two Super Bowls probably, or he would yeah. have one Super Bowl. He'd have two MVPs. He's gonna have two MVPs. Yeah, like, like he's, he's been, right behind him. Like, like yeah. we've thought of like, and I'm the biggest Joe Burrow fan there is, but we've kind of all thought like it's either like Mahomes and Burrow or Mahomes I, and Allen. It, Lamar is like right I there. I genuinely think that when everybody is playing at their best. I think it's Mahomes, Allen, and Lamar. I think it's those three. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow's great, but I genuinely think at yeah. their best, yeah. you cannot stop either three True. of them. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think that's the reason why Burrow is up there, anyways, is because he doesn't. He's his lows are not nearly as low as honestly all three. Of he's them. more of a like a. He's not going to get too high. He's not going to get too mm-hmm. low. Yeah. He's a consistent like you know what you're getting. Yeah. Except for the first three weeks of the season. Except for the yeah. three, I was about to say that. Uh, but I think, I mean, I just, I mean, I know I did this myself. I probably had him lower. I know I had him lower in my preseason quarterback rankings than Herbert. Honestly, probably had him lower than Lawrence. And I think most of us. Burrow? No, Lamar. Oh, Lamar. And like, that just seems so dumb. Like, looking back pull on that right up. now. I I'm going to pull mine up right now. I think I posted mine on, on the game chat. So I'm going to. I'm going to look at that too. But yeah, I mean, it, it's tough because like we were just saying, Lamar does have lows that are pretty bad and he's been hurt. So it's hard to like, it's just hard to, to predict that stuff, you know, but um, yeah, dang my AFC quarterback rankings. Uh, I had him, I had him five actually. That's pretty, I am behind at uh, Herbert. I had him at six. So did you have Trevor above him? No, I had hurts. I went Mahomes. Oh, gotcha, this gotcha. was preseason. I went Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Hurts, Herbert, Lamar. Yeah. So he's definitely, I mean, yeah, he's right now playing the best. I, I think two for me right now is Josh Allen. Um, yeah, that's what I have too. He's still, he's, I don't know, man. He, this this is tough because Eli's not here because I want to give the d- defense, you know, for I want to give Eli the chance to defend him too. And we haven't met two. I'm not <laughs> shitting on him. But. <clears throat> I think the reason why he's not had playoff success is because he is the mash the buttons type of quarterback and very turnover prone. And you just, you can't get away with that as easily Mm -hmm. in playoffs. What's his like playoff touchdown to interception? That's a great question. This is stuff that if you paid us to do the game chat, we would have ready for you people. Just so you know, (laughs) it's like a hundred thousand dollars a year. If you want to pay us, we will we will have this stuff ready for you. Um, but yeah, I think the way Wall Reed's getting this, uh, what uh, is it bad? No, it's actually really good. It's really good. The last last year was bad, though. Uh, what about fumbles? Can you get fumbles in there, too? Just like turnover to touchdown ratio? Let's see if they... It does not have... Fun, but he... So in the playoffs, he has 2,334 passing yards in... Eight games. Oh, jeez. Uh, he averages two hundred. He averages almost three hundred passing yards a game. Mm-hmm. Just passing. Uh, Seventeen passing touchdowns to four interceptions. However, though, yeah, that's insane. Twenty twenty two. He had four turnovers in two games. But besides that, I happened. I mean, this is like. I was expecting it to be a lot worse. Um, yeah, but then I mean, yeah, if there's not fumbles on there too, it might that might play into it. 
Um. Anyways, I have him at two. The way he's playing right now is is if he if he played like this the entire year, he he might win MVP. He probably so, would have been. Yeah. Um. I had Mahomes at three. I'd mo- yeah, I'd Mahomes at I'm three. making mine kind of on the fly now because of, uh, but yeah. I had Dak at four. I had Stafford at four. Whoa, Stafford. Yeah. Interesting. I think Stafford, Stafford's had a really nice season. I think he's the reason they're in the playoffs. Um, I mean, Dak could, could Dak has the stats to, to win MVP. I, I know. Yeah. I, I think that like the Cowboys team as a whole, though, is a lot better. Yeah. Than that's the Rams. True. Um, I think Stroud's up there too. I'd Stroud at five. I think did we I'd were yeah. we talking about that because we had him in tears. Remember? Yeah. Let's and do that. I this think is, we went uh, Dax. Like it was Dax Stroud and Stafford in the same tier. Yeah. I think for me, I'd probably go Stafford, Dax Stroud. Yeah. Just I think Staff Stroud's been really good too. But I think being a rookie and the Texans not having. Nobody on that roster really has playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would probably go with the other two before him. Yeah, but. that's fair. I think, I, yeah, I, you're right. We we, uh, we kind of lumped those three into a tier, and that's kind of what I would what I would say. I have Hurts after that tier. Um, he's a weird one to rank right now because I think Reed, <laughs> you were saying it earlier this week, like. If he plays the way we think he should play, he's 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 in the he's first probably, tier. Yeah, um, but the way he's—if you judge it the way he's been playing the past four games, he might be the last. Yeah, quarterback on this board. So I feel like putting him in the middle is just kind of a safe. Like we'll see what happens. Um, my next kind of tier is Goff, Love, Flacco. I think I'm taking Flacco. Really? Uh, I like uh, <laughs> I might throw Flacco in the tier above. I, Fair. Flacco's been insane. Yeah. He, he throw he's every game he's played, I think he's thrown for three hundred yards this season. Yeah. Uh there might be one where he didn't, but uh he had been thrown for three hundred every game. Like they have a very good defense. I think the Browns are like a very sneaky, like I don't know. They that would be an insane. Yeah, that'd be if the story quarterback that got signed more than halfway through the season won them a Super Bowl. What does that do for Joe Flacco's legacy? Man? <laughs> because it's, right now it's like, yeah, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, but it was like, insane. it was like the Ravens had a really good defense and like, yeah. but like this, like mm-hmm. Flacco turned that around because when they were playing with when they were playing with Deshaun, they were not good. Like, right. I, this That's is, insane. This is funny. Matthew Johnson just sent me this uh, thing, and there was this Bama fan that called into a show about Nick Saban retiring, and he goes, "If it's Dabo Sweeney, I'm lighting my, I'm pouring gasoline on myself and lighting myself on fire <laughs> on the fifty yard line." <laughs> it's like Alabama fans are just shambles. Right Rotat. Um, my last year is uh, some combination of Baker, Purdy, and Tua. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I had Mason Rudolph. I had Mason Rudolph. At I had Rudolph like, at last. Yeah, I, I guess yeah, he's here at last. That's, yeah, that's that's sorry, okay. I forgot. He's below that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Tua Purdy and yeah, Tua Purdy and Baker are my. I'm uh, I think I'm trusting. I might trust the Bake Show over. I might trust him over Jordan Love. I kind of have those guys in the same tier, like Tua, Goth, Baker, Love, Purdy. That's like fair. That's guys fair. who can like their playoff um, 
legacy is kind of like this is where it starts. Yeah, we don't really know. We don't. You don't really know what's going to happen with them. So it's kind of just one of those guys probably going to play really well. Two of them probably going to do okay, and one's probably going to play really bad. Like, I think I'm a little biased. I think I'm on the other side of you, Reed, with Baker, just because I watched his last two games so close like they they had fan i had fantasy implications on them and he just played so bad yeah and it's a real bummer because i think if i didn't watch those two games or those two games didn't happen he's like he's eight or something for me like i'm way higher on him i just those are fresh in my mind um and i don't know that scares me also i think if we're doing it based off of like who like the quarterback with their roster i think Purdy is in the yeah. tier above. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's definitely higher for sure. Just, I mean, he's. I don't know. Yeah, I think no, he, you're, you're totally right. There. I'm looking at CBS, like just to have the names in front of me, and they rank them. <laughs> they have Purdy at one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. Lamar at four. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> yeah. Purdy, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Their last is Mason Rudolph, though. So <coughs> that's Flacco at thirteen. All right, um, let's do let's let's do a quick power rankings. Just there's fourteen teams, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, does anyone? I one and two are the teams not playing this week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was trying to decide like, and you if they end up playing each other in the Super Bowl, they'll probably be a, like it'll be easier to determine who's favored. But is San Francisco favored? Yeah, I think they are just because they lost to them. Like, and I don't think that's fair to Baltimore because Baltimore beat the brakes off. Them. Like, oh, I think, Baltimore handled them. Uh-huh. So I have Baltimore at one just because of that. But yeah, me too. I think San Francisco is probably like a two point favorite. If and then, no, I'd hammer Ravens money. Long. Yeah. Um. Um. Three. Three. I think is probably. I think it's Buffalo. That's who I was going to say. I would say it's. Buffalo, and then I think Dallas is my four. Mitch, you're nodding your head. You you agree with me, buddy? Yeah, I do. Let's go. Yeah, that's my top four. Um, yeah, that's who I think I have too. Yeah, I, I'm looking. I'm gonna look at Super Bowl odds to go along with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo is three. Cowboys are four mm-hmm. in Super Bowl odds. Niners are one. Yeah. I do think that has a little bit to do with the NFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, that's kind of how they go. I think, yeah, you could see Mahomes or Josh. Now, Allen. now after this, it gets tough. After this, it gets tough. After Dallas, for me, I think I like Detroit. Mm. It's just kind of who you. It's like, what do you think the playoffs are going to be this year? Like, is it like, going to be like? I, like, I mean, the only thing is Stafford coming mm-hmm. back to Detroit. I think that the Ram. I, ah, the Rams are really good. I know. The Rams know. are really good. These two teams might be the next two for me. Yeah. Like I it like might that. go it might go Rams, Lions. I think the other team I'm gonna throw in there is the Browns. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. But I could see the Browns losing to the oh, Texans. I could this too. Week. <laughs> like, I think, about, too. think about like Houston's been really good. I know. No, no. Those two <laughs> games both those two games are like I I wish both of those teams were advancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, They're just fun teams. Because honestly, like I think Let's work our way from the back now. Like last is Steelers. The Steelers. Steelers. Then probably the Packers. It might be the Dolphins too. 
I think yeah. I think I trust the Dolphins more than the Packers. I'd give the Dolphins agree, a better chance. I, I would. Agree. I would I say that they're the next one though. Yeah, and then the, the Buccaneers are down there too. I don't think. I think <laughs> if you're doing Super Bowl, I think the Bucks are below even the Dolphins. I just don't. I think they could beat Philadelphia this week. I don't know. If think about their de- how depleted their defense is right now. Mm-hmm. I mean. They like Javon Holland is playing hurt. Yeah, they lost Chubb. They lost Jalen Phillips. They Isn't lost Javon Howard. Uh, Waddle's not playing. Yeah, Mostert's banged up. That's what I mean, I'm saying. I don't. I might. I'm doing it again, but I think the Chiefs are lower than we think. Yeah, they and I mean, are, so are the, like like you could argue the Eagles are second to last. Yeah, the well, way that it, they've it, been playing. That's what's so tough about the Eagles is that like. They turned it off so quickly. It was literally like a 100 to zero mm-hmm. week to week where in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, they'll just turn it back on. Mm-hmm. Like they can just figure yeah. it out again. Like I, who knows, though? I no, I again, the Eagles and the Chiefs. I think that's what's so funny is it, it the Eagles and the Chiefs would not be surprised if they lose this first game or are playing in the Super Bowl. I this obviously like big Jalen Hurts guy, but I do genuinely think that the Eagles have a better chance being in the NFC. Yeah, and I, they have a way better roster. I true, think that, I, I think that leans me in favor of the Eagles over the Chiefs, but the Eagles have been playing bad recently. Yeah, that's the thing. I I still think it's like. Like I still am not going to count out the Chiefs. Like no, I, 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 I don't. Like I'm conditioned to to not. I don't want to. Well, no, I do want to, but I know I can't. I just don't like. Like everybody is like, yeah, their receivers are bad, but they have Mahomes. It's like okay, but if they don't catch the ball, Mahomes is irrelevant. True. Like <laughs> true. True. <laughs> so I just like. And we've seen that. We've seen those those dudes dropping passes in regular season games that don't mean anything yeah think about when it's first round of the playoffs and it's 10 degrees outside i mean this game like regular season the over under for this game is probably in the 50s if it was in the if it was like yeah i'm smashing the under in that game i what did i have it's getting to the point though where um it the it might go too far down that i like the over for, I don't think I, I I don't think my I don't know if Miami scores like a, like more than two <laughs> touchdowns if it's that cold. Florida right. boys, I don't know, man. All right, I think we go. I think we go game by game now. We're, we'll give our picks and kind of a preview of each game. I like that because we're power rankings is impossible. I think it might be just easier to go game by game. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start. First one is Cleveland at Houston. Um, this game is 4.30 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. It's on NBC. Um, I think Tariko's calling this game and the uh, the Bills game. Guys working. The, oh, uh, not the yeah. Bills game. The, um, Rams. The, the Rams game. I think he's calling back-to-back days, playoff games, which is kind of wild. Um, they, they don't have anyone. They do not like their other options. I know. NBC has three playoff games and two, like, yeah, two yeah. announcers. Um, Cleveland is two point favorites over under is 44 and a half. Last time these, these two teams played each other. Um, it was 36 to 22 Browns. CJ Stroud was not in the game. Um, I do like the over in this game. I think the Browns defense kind of makes people scared of that. 
44 and a half is not that much, especially when they played pretty recently and it was 36 22. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like the over. Um, I, yeah, I think that the this is it's just going to be very. They played two weeks, they played in week 16, played three weeks ago. Um, Man, can you imagine saying at the beginning of the year, CJ Stroud and Joe Flacco will play each other <laughs> in a playoff game? Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's wild. Um, this is also interesting. Both these two are the Browns are the second most penalized team in the NFL. The, Brown, uh, the Texans are the fifth. Um, and their their um, their crew that they got for this game is the fourth fewest flags per game. Oh man, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, this this game's tough. Really, really tough for me. Yeah, it is for me too because I think looking at it from what we've seen, uh, I think it's Cleveland, and it's I don't like. I think it's pretty clear that it's Cleveland, but. You never know when that magic might kind of if it'll dwindle or I don't know. I think so. you could say that for both teams too, which is kind of wild. Yeah, like, but the thing is, CJ has been doing it all year. I mean, mm-hmm. Flacco's been doing it for the last five or six weeks. Like, yeah. But I mean, they've been very good with him. So, it, who knows? And he he has the experience. You know, like. Well, yeah, see. I I took Cleveland minus two and a half again. I really like the over. I think I I think the over is the play here, um, but I do like Cleveland two and a half. I think that's close enough, and I I my gut tells me to go with Cleveland again. I think we t- I talked about this during the power rankings. I would be I'm rooting for both of these teams when they advance. The, like whoever advances yeah. from this, I I'm rooting for Cleveland has a great story, and I mean obviously I I really like C.J. Stroud. I don't I don't think anyone. He's one of those guys you, you can, yeah he's you're not gonna he's not like. super easy to like yeah. he's a very likable dude so I don't know Reed you're on Cleveland as well yep Cleveland minus two and a half for the reasons I was just talking yep. about same thing as you I I just I don't know I uh, part of it too is the Texans are just a little young and inexperienced mm-hmm. um, no Tank Dell no Tank Dell but I mean they've been without Tank Dell the last couple weeks so. true but they um, really didn't. They didn't look the same. No, no. I mean, that game with the Colts was literally a dropped pass exactly. away from them losing. Like, that's, that, that's, that, that's staying in the back of my mind. It's like they maybe shouldn't even be here right now. I'm just talking myself into Cleveland even Me too. more, baby. I might change to Cleveland. <laughs> listen to it. Miles Cole, Garrett, gonna yeah, eat. I know. Mitch and Cole, you guys are on Houston. Mitch, what, what Houston? Oh, yeah, Houston. Um, I think it will be a close game. Like, Cleveland might still win. Like it might be like a one point game in my opinion. It's true, you do have it at two and a half. Yeah. So maybe like I I was thinking twenty one twenty. All right, there you go. I might have a prediction for every game oh, where no. I just guess a score. I think that'd be electric. Uh, my so twenty one twenty. My sister's fiance hit a perfect score bet. Oh, week. that's yeah, sick. it's electric. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's really impressive. That's Mitch's dream. No, I that's know. Dream. <laughs> He's kind of like our Jake Marsh, but in like a little bit of a different way. Where like Jake Marsh has a nerd nugget and Mitch just has his final score prediction. Or Jake Marsh has a scoregami and Mitch has his final score prediction. Uh Cole, what are you doing? I oh, changed, you switched. You're I on changed Cleveland. it to Cleveland. I was just thinking like Houston's offense did not look that good against Indianapolis. That's that's kind of staying in my mind because that was a playoff game. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and they should have like they should have lost. Yeah, they 
that was a horrible move to pull out. Uh, I feel really bad for Goodson, like watching him, watching his yeah. post game. Like I feel really bad for him. I think he's he's a rookie. If not, he's like in his first couple seasons. Like I think he was undrafted too. Right? Yeah, like I feel really bad for him. And it wasn't a great throw, but he had his hands on the ball. Like yeah. if that's Jonathan Taylor, the Colts win the game. Yeah, I yeah. or Zach Moss, the Colts win the game. Yeah, Jack, this might change your mind. Bill is all in on the uh, Browns to win. He's got. <laughs> I know, but he hasn't been. Bill Simmons has not been that bad in the NFL this year, especially recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, fine. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll ride with Cleveland. I think I'm going to change it. Um, this is it's kind of an emotional hedge for me because I I would love to see Houston win. Yeah, but I, it's really hard for a rookie quarterback to win. I think Purdy was the la- did it last year, but before that it was Russ. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I just I again I would be I would be rooting for Houston if I'm rooting for CJ Stroud if they advance. But oh my goodness. Huh. Uh, Mike Norvell has announced he is staying put in Tallahassee. Oh, no. Bama might be out of luck, man. Nobody, <laughs> I think you're right, dude. Nobody wants to follow up Saban. That's according to On3Sports. They're the ones who reported the uh, Malachi Nelson one, but it's not a huge site. So. Until Schefter says no, on something. Three's on three, so uh, that's, that's who said it. So, um, uh, NFL just announced they're all pro teams. Oh yeah, this is this is fun. We'll do our own uh, maybe next week. That's a good somebody write that down for next week. Um, uh, uh, Lamar quarterback, uh, McCaffrey running back, um, use check Kittle first team tight end, receivers Tyree Kelsey Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown. Wow, Um, it's really good. Trent Williams, Joe Thune, Jason Kelsey, Zach Martin, Penny Sewell are the line Um, edge rushers Garrett and T.J. Watt. No, uh, Max or uh, Mike, Micah Parsons. That's that's fair. I mean, yeah. they're both. They've been the best all year. Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, uh, Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, Quincy Williams, Quincy Williams. Oh, good for him, man. Um, Deron Bland, Sauce Gardner, the corners. Sauce over Sertain, really. Dang, two time um, All Pro for Sauce. That's Trent McDuffie is that's... the slot corner. Huh. Wow, good, good for him. him. Uh, Kyle Hamilton. Antoine Winfield. As okay, I I think they got it. I think, I think they, they got, got it pretty really much all right. I think. Do you want to hear second team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dak quarterback. Okay. Kyron Williams. Wow. Running back. Love that for him. Yeah. He had. He, he, know, did, he, he had a very good season. He had ninety five yards a game. Yeah. He was. He was insane. Patrick Ricard. Sam Laporta. Nice. Mm. Smart. Uh, AJ Brown. Puka Nakua. Uh, and then Brandon Ayuk and Mike Evans were both. Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Nice. Good for him. Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Frank Ragnell, Crystal Lindstrom, Lane Johnson. Uh, Micah Parsons, Max Crosby. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't even look at it. But I was like, <laughs> those two are the missing. That's, those are the all, those four are all going to just keep rotating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no Nick Bosa, though. He, did, he, he didn't have as good of a season yeah. as... He did last year. Those five are all going to rotate, and one's going to be left out every year. If if you watch MMG, you know that because he made a prestige on his like <laughs> mutt team, and he hasn't. Nick Bosa got his first like non core elite card like yesterday. Mm. <laughs> it's been months. Uh, Justin Matamuke, Matamuki. I don't know for Baltimore and Matabuike. Matabuike. Thank you. And Dexter Lawrence are the D linemen. Demario Davis, Bobby Wagner. Wow, Bobby Wagner. <laughs> uh, Patrick Queen are the linebackers, second team. Jalen Johnson, Charvarius Ward. 
the corners. Uh, Teron Johnson for Buffalo is the slot corner. And then Jesse Bates, Justin Simmons are the safeties. Think about that second team all pro. The linebacker, like, average age is probably like 33. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even more. Like, those dudes are both so old. Um, only three unanimous first teamers. Can you guess them? McCaffrey. Yep. Um, Tyreek. Yep. Um, was it Garrett? No. Might be CD. Ooh. Lamar. Kelsey. Or Fred Warner. Fred Warner, yeah. Lamar was almost. Lamar got 45 out of the 50. Uh, first team quarterback votes. Nice. Um. Okay, let's do second game. Miami at Kansas City. Tyreek Hill revenge game. <laughs> um, there, there's a lot of talk about the weather here. As we talked about the over-unders going down. It's KC 4.5 over under 43.5 as of right now. Um, they played in week 9. Uh, and the D- Chiefs won twenty-one to fourteen. Um, <coughs> Mahomes had two touchdowns. Tyree Kill had eight for sixty-two. So they shut Tyree Kill down pretty well. Um, they got the Chiefs the did not slot corner. Yeah, they have, do have Trent McDuffie. Um, I don't know. Cold weather is very interesting. I. I'm interested to see what the weather is like on sun on Saturday. I hear it's projected to be zero. Yeah. Like zero degrees and windy. That is not Tua. He's at a he led the league in yards. Yeah. But when it's cold, they do not So it kind of makes me Miami does have a better run game. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like and I still think Tyreek Hill can be effective. Yeah, I just don't. I, I don't know. We we. It's tough for me, especially like they have not been great recently. No, they haven't. I'm. I took the Dolphins. I like them plus four, not to win the game, but four is enough for me. I like. I like that. I do. Four is enough for me. I think this game, especially with the weather, could be very close. Uh, I'd rather, I think I might switch to Miami just because I don't want to root for Kansas City. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have, like, like, this playoff is kind of nice because I don't have, like, a a team where I'm like, I need, I want, I really want this team to, like, I like most of the teams, but I am rooting for whoever plays Kansas City and whoever plays against Pittsburgh and whoever plays against Green Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I'm taking Cole. You t- you're taking Kansas City. Yeah, candy ass. Too cold. That's really my. And they're so depleted. Um. Yeah, I like Mahomes in this one. Yeah, I, I like the Chiefs. Uh, Going to be a low scoring game, twenty to ten. I really want to switch to Miami. <laughs> I might pick Miami to win outright. No, I'm gonna rock with Kansas City. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna do the smart. I'm gonna go with the smart play. I'm not gonna bet with my heart. Pittsburgh got Buffalo as the second one. Did we talk about the weather in this game? It's I can't like remember a, if that was before they we might started. Move it to Cleveland, I heard. Yeah, state I of emergency in Buffalo. Buffalo's in shambles right now. Sixty-five mile an hour winds, uh, gusts, and, and a foot of snow is what they're saying. 
Um, Steelers are or Buffalo's ten point favorites over under thirty five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I'm Cole. You're the only one on the Pittsburgh here. Yeah, I kind of saw that. I thought I I I don't I don't think Pittsburgh gets blown out in this game. I think they can I think they keep it within striking distance. I still think Buffalo wins outright, but no TJ Watt. I still I just I don't know. I the weather too if they end up playing in Buffalo, um there might not be 10 points together. So it could be like 13 to 0. It could. It could also be 10 <laughs> to 3. That's true. <laughs> um Mitch, you have any thoughts on this game? Not really. I mean, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. I mean, yeah, this is your classic. This is the 10 a.m. game on Sunday morning. Yeah, this is the one where you go to church instead of watching this game. I feel like <laughs> I feel like every year we have that game where it's like, oh, uh, like we like it's kind of gonna be yeah. like this team's gonna get beat up, and it kind of seems like every year it's Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like they score under 10. Yeah, I think it it was. Two years ago, before the Eagles were good last year, obviously it was Bucks Eagles, mm-hmm. and the Bucks beat them by like thirty. Um, yeah, yeah, that's just kind of what it feels like. Um, the 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 mid midday game on Sunday, uh, Packers Cowboys on Fox, seven point favorites for Dallas. Fifty and a half is the over under. Um, this is interesting. This is interesting. Um, I originally, I'm the only one on Green Bay. I have them plus the seven. I had, I got it at seven and a half, and I'm still scared. I really don't believe in the Packers. I I I really like the Cowboys. Um, seven and a half though was scary for me. Um, it switched to seven. So if we have it at seven and a half, do we get to tw- change it? Also, Buffalo changed to nine and a half. It's not ten anymore. Okay, love that for Buffalo. Nine and a half. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with Dallas. If it's at if it's at seven, uh, Green Bay's really like really hot right now. Yeah. A lot of people like Green Bay. I think maybe because I don't, they, know. I don't like Green Bay either. <laughs> Everyone likes Jordan Love. I don't know what this is either. Ever like everyone's he's like he's, good man. He is pretty good. Like good. recently, he did. Middle of the season, though, he looked bad. He was not good, and then he kind of turned it around. Shout out my buddy Josh. I know he's listening. Josh is a big uh, big Packers fan. I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't know if I believe yet. Brother, Dontavian Wicks? <laughs> <laughs> Who? I don't know about all that. I think the Cowboys, yeah. Seven's still a lot in a playoff game. It is, but... I think the Cowboys, at their best, are seven points better than yeah, the Packers at their best. I agree. Um, so we're all on the Cowboys. That doesn't scare me at all. Um, <laughs> they're definitely going to lose. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. Congrats, Josh. Hey, Packers won. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats, man. Now you have to go play the Niners. Um, Rams-Lions. This is this is the game, man. This is the game. Sunday night, nbc Lions by three over unders fifty one and a half. I think these. I think this could be the best game of the season so far. I really hope it is too because these are two teams that like are not the big names but are really fun to watch. Um, and 
good teams, honestly. Like, uh, it's obviously the Stafford Goff revenge game, whichever way you want to put it. Um, I do like that this for the Lions' sake. I do like that it's, um, it's the Stafford revenge game, or the Stafford coming home game. But it really is the Goff revenge game, right? So, it's. This is the staff that this is the house that Stafford built, man. <laughs> I yeah, it's gonna be tough for oh, I don't know. That's why I, I'm on. We're on the Rams. Yeah, I'm That's, on the Rams plus three. I I again, I think this one's gonna be close. So I like the points. Uh, that's where I'm leaning through a lot of these games this week. Yeah. Um. Actually, I guess I'm now fifty fifty because I changed the Packers one, but. I think it's going to be close, so I'd rather have points than than give points. Mitch, obviously, you're on the Lions. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is a game where both teams score thirty. I think it's going to be fireworks. I so, yeah, think. 34, 31. 37, 30. Oh, oh 30. almost. <laughs> <laughs> you're for trying to predict his prediction. <laughs> I, this is more fun for me than trying to predict the game. I mean, I like both teams' offenses, defense. Maybe like on the Lions side, it may not be great, but. Rams may have a little better defense, but I just think the firepower of the Lions offense will propel them in this one. Do you think the Lions have what it takes to win the Super Bowl this year? Definitely make the NFC Championship. I mean, I in my preseason prediction, I had the Lions in the Super Bowl against a team that didn't make the playoffs. But I just think... Who was it against? Bengals. The Bengals. Oh, that's right. That's right. But, I mean, that's injuries different. happen. That's injuries different. happen. You didn't know. You didn't know. Yeah. But I mean, at least you didn't pick the Chargers like an idiot. Uh, wait, yeah. Bengals didn't give it up. Uh, Super Bowl champions, Detroit Lions. Their opponent did not even make the Super. Bowl. The, they didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, to make the Super Bowl, I think their defense will have to step up for sure. Which they could do. I mean, they got um, Chauncey Gardner Johnson back before the end. Of Is the he season. playing? I mean. He was. Uh, he might have been. I think out. he practiced. He practiced. Like, he might be ready. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But other than that, they just got to step up. The Lions' offense. I think when they're hot, they're the top three offense. That's just my opinion. No, I. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So yeah. Is it snowing that hard? Uh, I think it. It's also blowing off the top of the shirt. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but it's. It's dumping. Uh. I have to go run some errands. This sucks. Hopefully I don't die. <laughs> All right. Sketch. Last game is the Monday night one. Uh, Eagles at Buccaneers. Eagles are three-point favorites, 43 and a half are over under. These two teams played on week three. Eagles won 25-11. We do know that these are both different teams since that week three matchup. This is just a weird one. I don't know. Mercer was talking about all week. Kind of, he really likes the Bucks. You know, the Eagles are trending down. The Bucks are trending up. Bucks are not really trending up anymore. They barely they limped into this week. limped into this playoff game. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Eagles are might be the the worst team in football the past like couple weeks. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. This game has got me in shambles. If I'm being honest, like I just don't, I don't know where to, where to go. I again, I picked, I have Tampa Bay because of the points, but I don't feel confident in it. And 
I have Philly minus three. I, I don't know. I think I do think though that this game could be a blowout either way. Mm-hmm. I think Tampa has yeah. the potential to blow out the Eagles if things go how they have been the last couple weeks. Yeah. But I also think that Philly has the potential the potential to figure it out, and Sirianni is coaching for his job right now. J- like Jalen Hurts might be playing for like there's a chance like i mean they've been quick to replace like i don't know i I, it would just be like i don't know what you would do from here if you're the eagles if you lose this game because it's just been such a weird collapse at the end of the season um but you're right i mean that we we literally we watched them blow out the buccaneers already like that monday night game they they it was 25 11 and i think the buccaneers scored in the last seconds of the game like yeah Philly is by far the better team here. Right. Like ro- roster-wise, I'm taking Philadelphia's roster yeah. 10 times out of 10. Yeah. I, but the way they just – I think a lot of it, too, it has been Ben Johnson. He has been a horrible offensive coordinator. He's not their OC. He's the Lions. Oh, uh, uh, I mean – uh Brian? Brian. 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 Brian Johnson? I think so. Uh, whatever. Brian. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. Johnson. Brian Johnson. He's been horrible. He is not the OC that wasn't last year. It was Shane Steichen, mm-hmm. right? Like their play calling is significantly different and I am not a fan of it at all. It's like five plays. <laughs> it literally is like, no, it, and they don't incorporate AJ Brown. They don't like, they hardly give the ball to Deandre Swift. Like, it makes no sense to me. I I really want to pick Tampa. I just I don't know. I I think my my issue with Tampa right now is I I don't believe in them either. Mhm. They've just they've like they beat was it 9-0? Yeah, it was 9-0. They and then they lost the I'm changing to the Eagles. I think I'm talking yeah, myself out of it. I mean people are too in on Tampa this week. Everyone it's like a given that Tampa's going to win this I one. I really think Philly is the better team. It's wild. Could you imagine, like, middle of the season, seeing that it's the first round of the playoffs would be Philly and Tampa, and the line is three? Like, yeah, I know. Philadelphia is you probably think 10 points better yeah, than Yeah, I think Tampa. there's some sort of injury with Philly, but they're just playing. Yeah, I, I, think you're, I think you guys are right. I think Tampa's getting a little too much credit right now for just getting in. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Philly. I'm going I'm to go into Philly. Um, I mean, I'm stick- 24-20. That is very close. Okay, thank you. Very close, because I think 21, you got... 21-27. You got the exact points right. So what is it? 23-21. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think um, Tampa Bay covers, but I still think Philly wins. Game-winning field goal. Okay. There you go. Just like that. Um, okay. There it is. Wild card preview. I hope we get some good games. I hope we get some good games too. Who are you guys rooting for the most out of all the playoff teams? Who do you want to see win the most? Baltimore for me. I've been on the Lamar train for a while. They're the Ravens for a while. Yeah, you have. This it would be 
impressive. You've been you've been the biggest Ravens believer on this podcast for sure. Um, so that's what I I really I think it'd be really cool for. I, I, I think I'm probably with Mitch. I think I'm rooting for the Lions. I the Lions would be awesome. I think too. that's just really cool. I mean, and then I think how cool to be with like for that city and like yeah. I also like the other on on the other side it's houston like how sick would that yeah. be if cj stroud just balls out and that that and cleveland yeah you know? exactly that that game was i think that's why i'm so interested to watch it and i'm so glad it's the first game usually that first game sucks mm-hmm. but this is like a <laughs> Mitch, we can hear the <laughs> microphone every time you move it um it's really fun. <laughs> Uh, Mitch is laying down on a beanbag right now. <laughs> and he doesn't have headphones. He, he doesn't, doesn't know headphones. what kind of noises are coming off of it. Um, but the, I'm just, I, I like both of those teams. So, yeah, I, I agree, Mitch. I think the Browns is a cool storyline, too. I'll never forgive the Browns for what they did to my boy. Oh, <laughs> Super Bowl, Browns, Tampa, Baker Mayfield, Revenge. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you rooting for? I think I really, I, I really want to see Josh win mm, i think cool. i think afc um i as long as it's not the chiefs <laughs> i don't really care uh but i would i i think i'd like to see buffalo and then on the nfc i like it's not gonna happen but yeah tampa like i think it'd be cool for baker to yep. kind of like prove to people that he belongs in the league and yeah. stuff i, I yeah i but detroit i, I mean i love Goff, I love Campbell. I I mean that's a really yeah that's America's team I think. Um, Buffalo, this is this is Josh Allen's time. Yeah, it's got to be. Like I know the Ravens are really good, but he's probably never going to be in it. Like like this might be the worst the Chiefs are. This is definitely the worst Chiefs team in the since Mahomes has been there. Easily, yeah. This is like if you're Josh, you're looking yourself in your mirror and you're like. It's go time, and I, I we have to win. I, I genuinely think that he he has the potential to. I think he could do it. I no, I I, think I totally agree. Buffalo could be any team. I'm looking at the like bracket right now. I think Buffalo could be any of these teams. I think San Francisco would be their toughest opponent, but I think Buffalo at their best, they they have the potential to do it for sure. All right. Anything else from anyone? Safe travels for Eli. He's going to be off the pod for pretty much the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure what we're going to do next week. I'm I'm gone all next week. I'm in Oregon. I'm playing Band and Dunes. I'm so freaking excited. Um, oh, my gosh. Look at it out there. Oh. oh, my goodness. It is dumping. Look at This way is a little. Is it? So it's just I think this, it might be it's off blowing the roof. Off, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this way. But still, that wind is crazy. Then yeah. it's kind of scary. It is. I'm a little scared to go drive. Um, but I'm thinking I might. I honestly might pack. I mean, I'm bringing my laptop. I might pack a microphone, and we can do a Zoom pod on maybe Thursday night. Um, maybe I'll do a ca- pod in the car no. while Chad Morgan's driving. <laughs> pod in the car, but we have to do. I, I we can't. We've missed a couple pods lately because of just travel and stuff. We cannot miss a playoff pod. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So um, we'll find some way to pod this next week. And then, um, yeah, we'll we'll do a restart draft again the week uh, in between the bef- the week before the Super Bowl in between the conference championships and the, su- and the Super Bowl like we've done 
I think every year. So um, that'll be fun. I I started. I looked at last year's draft board just for the fun of it. And I was like, I, the restart draft is one of my favorite things we do. So I was thinking about that this morning, and I remember last year I picked like four dudes with the name Jalen. Yeah, that was <laughs> funny. That was, do you, do we want to? I think we have it some here. Twenty twenty three. We should post that on Instagram. The before. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. So. It went Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Jefferson, Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons, Fred Warner, Jamar Chase, Miles Garrett. Matthew Johnson wrote some notes and it said, um, he said, general consensus was that Cole and Jack had the best draft. Huh. Cole, do you want to know your team? I'd love to. You had Lamar. Nice. Wow, you got Lamar in the third round. That's unbelievable. Whoa. That's unbelievable. Um, Lamar, Justin Jefferson, Teron Armstead, Dexter Lawrence, Will Anderson, J.C. Horn, Mike Vrabel. Vrabes. Dang. I'd still say he's a good coach. I, he, I'd still pick him in this draft. My team is not as good as I, I think it was at the end of last year. Ah. Justin Fields. Um, Saquon, Rashawn Slater. Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, Jeffrey Simmons, Brian Dayball. That's not as good. The Dayball pick kind of sucks. Uh, Robbie, my friend Robbie, he was in it last year. He picked Stroud. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Didn't somebody pick Bryce Young? Yes, Eli. Ah, Eli picked Bryce. <laughs> and Evan Neal. Oh. Yeah. I remember that. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> in the third round, picked Evan <laughs> Neal. <laughs> Uh, he said, <laughs> that was one of the notes, Evan Neal, 2023 sleeper candidate for sources. <laughs> hey, man, he took a shot. Brock took Kayvon Thibodeau, and that was another note. Kayvon Thibodeau, still a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if there's any other, like, surprise picks in this, in this draft. Eli took T. Higgins as well. I mean, he Bryce Young, T. Higgins, Evan Neal. That offense. That's a whole <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> bad. <laughs> he does have Micah Parsons, Sauce Gardner, and Hufunga. Hufunga missed a good amount yeah. of this season. No, though. Eli's team is by far worse. <laughs> um, Reed, do you want to know your team? Yeah. Hertz, Pollard. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, uh, Jalen Waddle, Frank Ragnow, Quinnen Williams, Jalen Ramsey, Doug Peterson. Hmm. Doug Peterson does not look as good. No. Uh, Mitch, do you know yours? I do not. But I want to hear it. Jared Goff? Love that. Amon Ross St. Brown? Love that. <laughs> Christian Derrissaw? Love that. Hassan Reddick? Fred Warner? Love That's that. good. Pat Sertain? That's good. Nick Sirianni? That's... He, okay. This guy... This guy might... No yeah. football. <laughs> he, this is ball, Reed, Reed Morgan's team. Has, he picked Gino with the last pick in the draft, oh. which that sucks. The rest of his team, I think, is by far the best. He had Tyreek, George Kittle, Orlando Brown, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, who's his coach? Bill Belichick. Oh. Um, what? He, he might not allow a single point. He has TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, and Bill Belichick. So it might not matter that he has Geno Smith. No, exactly. (laughs) He just can throw screens to Hill and Kittle and then just not allow a point. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's a. He might. He probably has the best team then. Um, Yeah. That's. 
Stewart had Burrow, McCaffrey, Drake London, Roquan Smith, Minka Fitzpatrick, Derwin James. It's not a bad team. I love the restart draft. One of my favorite things we do. All right. That's all I got. Cool. Rock the house. Yes. uh, Rock the house. Rock the house.